In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit. That that intro gets me hyped. I am your host, Detective Mark Smart, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. <coughs> Excuse me. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'll be visual in a moment. Uh, just, uh, well, I mean, I'm not entirely good. I'm a little heartbroken. I've yeah. Been cheating yeah. on. A, a lot of us I'm are. fine. A lot of us are. We we lost two of the most beautiful women in the WWE this weekend. <sighs> we'll talk a little bit about that. Also joining us from up north, RCMP, JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, hey, hey. It goes on. It goes on. Unlike you, I am not heartbroken. I am happy for them. Very, very happy for them. And... uh so happy that I've uh, shaved my beard and I don't feel like showcasing me looking super young because of it. So I'm just on the audio today, but I'm good, good sir. I am good. Yeah, well, you you could be heartbroken and happy for someone at the same time. I think. Ah, uh, can you? You can be. Hmm. I mean, I'm some people good. choose not to be. Obviously, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get into talking about the wrestling news, uh, I always want to start off by reminding people that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So uh, when you're done listening to this, in the doobly-doos, there's going to be a link for tatnusco.com. Head on over there and see the other shows in the network and tell them we sent you. Yeah. Um, but on that, let's let's get into talking about the wrestling news. And since we already brought it up, uh, Carmella and Alexa Bliss had their weddings in back-to-back days this weekend. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, weekday. That was odd. Yeah, that I I kind of wonder if it wasn't. Well, that was reception on Friday. The the marriage was on Thursday. Thursday. It was but all I, Thursday yeah. though. But no? I I, I kind of wonder. Alexa's was on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Carmela's was on Thursday. But I almost wonder if that wasn't per, like intentional. Like Carmela knew that Alexa's was going to be this weekend. And therefore planned hers because they they knew there was going to be overlapping guests, and this way the guests could show up to Carmelo's on Thursday, have a travel day, and be there to sure. uh, Alexa's on on Saturday. Especially sure. since Alexa's was um, reportedly very tight lipped. Like the yeah. guests didn't find out the location until a text message like an hour before. You know, which is crazy because it's like, well, where should I be? Yeah, I obviously mean, they, they knew the well, state. They knew the I state. They knew the that, city. It's I think just a lot like, of that where? stems from from Ryan's. Um, yeah, Ryan Cabrera being yeah, being uh, relatively and Alexa Bliss having several stalkers. stalkers. Yeah. yeah, 
I, I think it plays that into both help. of those there. Yeah. She has stalkers. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, she's had multiple. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she she um, hasn't had Sonya Deville level break into your house and kidnap you style stalkers yet, but she has had. I mean, at least as far as I know, I guess I don't right. know if she's had. But the reports have it that it's, it hasn't gotten that far with her stalkers, but it it still is not um, good. So so over the top, yeah. But um, speaking of over the top, the weddings were over, the, especially Alexa's. They had sixty uh, percent of NSYNC there to perform. Um, uh, being uh, Chris. Uh, um, 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 Joey Fatone and uh, Lance, Lance Bass. Um, and it really makes me sad that as a 44 year old man, I actually know the names of NSYNC offhand. You also know the other ones that weren't there. Yes, I also knew the other ones that weren't there. I'll point out, I don't have an article open. I worked at a radio station for 10 years. So. Uh, also, Bowling for Soup was at uh, Lexa's, um, and you know that makes a lot of sense. Bowling for Soup has been Alexa fans for a long time. They even did a song with her about her, so mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense. But still, it looks like over the top. My favorite uh, picture, though, of the the wedding receptions was uh, Carmela's that had uh, all these <laughs> people like Sonya Deville, and uh, I think Liv Morgan was in it, and uh, Renee Paquette, and and I mean, all these people dressed to the nines. And then there was John Moxley wearing uh, jeans, a T-shirt, a jacket and a fanny pack. Um, and it's it's about the most Moxley uh, image I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it even trended on Twitter. And I mean, like, why not? Right. I almost feel, though, Moxley wasn't there for a long time, though, just due to the fact of him just being his sobriety and all that. He probably was just there to say, hey, congratulations and bounce. Yeah, you know. Also, and again, a, I want to express we don't know that for a fact. We don't no, know that. Yeah, we just suspect. But I, he also has a fairly full dance card when it comes to professional wrestling, so mm. it could be that he had to bounce out because he had an yeah. indie event somewhere. Um, Any number of something things to pay we the don't bills. know for sure. We don't know. We don't know that he, he had to bounce out. We, we do know what we would say is very mox. Yeah, it was very moxly, and I loved it. I loved every second of looking at that picture. I'm like, yeah. That's I mean, that's somewhat every man's dream to do at a wedding. Instead of having to go in a suit and all that, dress up, ba ba ba. I guess not every man. That's kind of unfair. Some people like yeah, dressing yeah, up in suits little... and all that. Well, I, I was going to say, it certainly but... wasn't my dream of what to do at a wedding. But, you know, apparently your dreams aren't as vivid as mine. So That's that's fair. <laughs> well, you know, oh, just that whole. Where did we get into vivid dreams? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's. I don't. I'm curious about his vivid dreams. He said dreams well, to do there. at a wedding. Wedding, and oh, Jesus. you know, I mean, I I desire to dress comfortably at a wedding, but that's not a dream of mine. And that's all I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we had a lot of other like non-wedding wrestling related stuff happening. Really. Don't uh, just say. Including the WrestleMania Fallout show. Uh, nope. the, uh, the Raw Fallout, the SmackDown Fallout. We had an amazing episode of Dynamite and Rampage. Specifically the Rampage. The Rampage is one that I will talk about at some point tonight uh, because it was crazy. Uh, 
but yeah, it uh, it it was a, a nice week for wrestling overall. I I will say I was a little disappointed in the Raw after WrestleMania. I think we talked a little bit on FBI about it. Um, it just it it wasn't Raw after WrestleMania level to me. Um, but it was a weird Raw. It wasn't Raw after WrestleMania. But certainly a weird bra with obviously the Cody promo and Veer coming and Elias's brother coming, you know. So it was more interesting than usually. Awkward, usually, but right. I mean, who better than Kevin Owens to be like? Elias? Oh, Kevin Owens did perfectly for that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. No, you're Elias. <laughs> No, I, no I, I know for a fact you're Elias. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, yeah, no, it, it was just one of those, like, I don't know if the luster has rubbed off of the, the Raw after WrestleMania, finally. But it I used to be... you, the luster has rubbed off of... But it used to be, even even as bad as Raw had been for months, the Raw after WrestleMania, it was where they had all sorts of surprises. And the only surprise that we had was uh, Ezekiel, Elias's younger brother, showing up. Because so we're Veer not going to mention up, Veer as a surprise? No. It wasn't a surprise because they announced it a week before. Well, I mean... It can't I mean, be a surprise if it's pre-announced. He's been coming for months. They on gave it a specific uh, date the week before, coming April fourth. Um, they gave it, a, and so therefore, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said on Tuesday, good on him. I'm, I'm sure he's exhausted. Um, <laughs> I'm exhausted after like 15 seconds, and yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, 15. Mi- mi- uh, milliseconds hours <laughs> 15, 15 hours, hours. Days, um shit <laughs> after f- 15 15 time units to later be named Par- parsecs 15 parsecs yeah it's a... <laughs> but no that's fair i guess but i mean it was better raw than usual which is not necessarily saying much yeah no it was better better than usual i'm just like we're used to over the last two decades they made a really big deal the raw after wrestlemania is the most raucous crowd it's the craziest raw of them all you never know what's gonna happen maybe the folks in dallas are just a little calmer people but it's 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 about and also, they never they've know had all WrestleManias and thing and whatever. I'm sure some of those people who were at the Raw were also at Mania. No, and cause... but that's that's the point of all Raws after WrestleMania. Is most of the people there were also at WrestleMania. That's the way it is because the Raw after WrestleMania is always in the same building, in the same town. So that's right, nothing new town. this year. I don't think it was in the same building. I think it was in the same building that they had the. Uh... Maybe. The Either NXT way, my point the, still being it's well, it's always the same town. It's that's yeah. that's why they're considered the craziest is because it's the WrestleMania crowd part two. Um but the biggest reason they're considered the craziest is usually on the Raw after WrestleMania, WWE pulls out all the stops and brings out surprises and brings out you know, uh like like Rock. this would have this would have been a better one. I, I get it. I understand why they brought out Stone Cold 
uh, at WrestleMania Night 2. Uh, it was a big moment. But that's something that used to happen on the Raw after WrestleMania. You know? Stone Cold would come out and and everyone would be like, Oh my God, it's Stone Cold! Uh, and, and there's really nothing like that. And so that's why I'm saying I just... I, I, the, it, it was just disappointing for a Raw after WrestleMania. In terms of Raws, it was better than they've been for a while. But it was just, right. you know, they build up the Raw after WrestleMania so much in my mind and other people's minds. I mean, I'm not the only person who had this criticism of it. Um, for sure. I just feel like it hasn't been a great Raw after WrestleMania for quite some time now. Like, at least the last three years. We'll figure this out. I mean, then again, I mean, maybe COVID... I guess could play into part, but I feel like even before COVID, it was still pretty crap for a hot minute for a while, at least. But uh, yeah, but no, definitely wasn't their top notch raw for WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Absolutely. But uh, I've lost faith in WWE, so you know I'm not surprised. Let's see. Here. We're going back to the Raw after WrestleMania 37. <coughs> um, Bobby Lashley versus Riddle. Viking Raiders versus Cedric Alexander and Benjamin. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka for the Raw women's title. So we had a title defense the day after WrestleMania. Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. New Day versus Elias and Jackson Riker. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman. Oh. I'm trying to see what if there were surprises. The best kind of a prize is a surprise. <laughs> it looks like last year was a down from? one. So. Um, that's it's from... That's from um, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, snap. My brain. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's definitely been like, I don't recall being shocked for the night after WrestleMania for quite some time. So um, at least the last, yeah, like I'll even go as far as saying last five years sort of. And you don't have to check each year kind of thing. But it's been a while that I've gotten that extravagant wrestle raw after WrestleMania feel. And uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, you know, two years ago, there was a WWE Championship match between Drew McIntyre and The Big Show afterwards. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God damn. Anywho. <clears throat> but that's, that's, I don't know. It's it's minor, like I said. I just felt like for the Raw after WrestleMania, I expected it to be bigger, and it wasn't. But for sure. Um, but Cody came out, gave gave a a um a very Cody speech. Um, very Cody, crying and all. Yep. Yep. Um, I still f- firmly believe Cody is one of the best promo guys on on the game, right? Um, and that I think showed it. Um, however. I do understand where some people's criticism come to because 
I mean, if this was a promo on like Young and the Restless, he would be spot on. Like, if this was on some soap opera, I'd be down. Like, soap opera as in not men soap opera wrestling. Soap opera as in Young and Restless. What exactly do you call professional wrestling? And I know you so well. I know you were thinking it. I just felt I had to clarify that because I know how you like things. Bad clarification. Uh Go on. I'm done. Um, <laughs> but uh, and in a dark match afterwards, Cody faced off with Kevin Owens. Yeah, um, why and... couldn't you just make that on Raw? Like, just make that a thing. Have because... your little speech. Kevin Owens comes out and let that happen. Because Kevin Owens still has uh, a feud of his own, and Cody's gonna be. He doesn't. In a different Who does he have a feud with? He just finished with Austin. He's finished with Austin. Uh, his whole promo was basically, I'm not finished with Austin, but eh, he's finished with Austin. Austin's not coming back. Oh. No, Austin's not coming back, but they're going to shoehorn someone else into it, defending Austin. And then they're going to go from there. And it's not mm. going to be Cody. Cody's main or event Ezekiel, bound. Hopefully. Yeah. It's probably going to be Ezekiel to be perfectly uh. honest. Um, but, uh, but Cody's going to be main event bound. A maybe main event SmackDown. They uh, reportedly haven't fully decided which brand to use them on. Well, now that there's a, univer- a unified champion, does it really matter? Well, yes and no, because they didn't unify the belts. They just unified the championships, right? There's still right. two different belts, so Roman could still lose the Raw belt and say, I still have the Universal title, you know? Oh, that's um, a thing? Okay. Yeah, because WWE I thought it was officially unified. Okay, no, but it's D- not. WWE doesn't know what the word unified means. Uh, I figured they did with the whole Jericho thing. No, I just you and know, assumed... and and the thing is that there's a bigger reason behind it, right? And that is Fox doesn't want their main title being defended on a USA Network show, and USA Network doesn't want their main title being defended on a Fox show. They also don't want to feel like their show is being used to promote a show on a different network, right? So eventually okay. those titles will be split again. And eventually USA will have their own title that will be defended only on USA show. And Fox will have their own title that will only be defended on Fox shows. And that's what it will get to eventually. That's the real reason behind it. So they, it was never about unifying the championships in terms of making them one championship again. Mm. It was just about putting them both on one person. I guarantee you, for the next month or two or three, however long uh, uh, Roman is still double champion, he continues to carry two belts out. And then eventually they find some way for him to lose one of the belts um, in a way that protects him fairly well. That's why I was thinking a, a two falls match where the first fall wins the first belt and the second fall wins the second belt. And then that way, you know, he can lose the first fall on some sort of technicality uh, and still win the match and keep one belt and still say, I've never been pinned, you know, because that's one of the things that he's bragging about. It could be a Brock countout. Yeah, it could be a Brock countout. It could be a, a, you know, over the top rope something or other. You know what I mean? Could be a table match. Like the first fall is a table and the second fall is a submission. So he he goes through a table in the first one 
in some sort of fluke in his mind and then is able to submit <laughs> the guy in the second one. Anyways. But. Maybe they'll do table matches like AEW does table matches. Oh. Because oh, that you, was kind of fun. You mean, you, you mean like have someone get eliminated and then score the final elimination to win the match? No, I just more mean, well, that I don't like, but I just more mean like it has to be an offensive move. So more tables can technically be used if someone gets out of the way or something like that. I do enjoy that. I don't think the person eliminated should technically stay. I He should have to be barred from like ringside, I wanna, although no, it's no DQ. I, I, I agree, but you know, it being no DQ, I mean, how do you enforce he's been barred from ringside? Well, you can't no, that's it. Him. Um, but no, I, you know, People sometimes say I don't ever get critical enough on AEW, but that bugged the shit out of me this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy. Sh- they should not have. If they wanted Jeff Hardy to be the one who delivered the final elimination, then have Matt be the one eliminated earlier, or or make the rules different and say both players from a team have to be eliminated for the team to be eliminated. Right. Um, and so you have to eliminate one and then eliminate the other, but they're still both active or whatever. I don't know. But they didn't make those rules. It was just like, oh, he's eliminated, but he's still going to be the one who does the final. But was he but eliminated? Cheating. Yes. He was eliminated. He oh, was the... I thought it was more the Butch that was the issue because I remember the or one of them was already eliminated, the Blade or Butch, uh, the Butcher, rather. Uh, and I'm just like, well, why the hell is he still here? And then I'm like, oh, I guess it's no DQ, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I didn't no. realize Jeff was also eliminated. Okay. Yeah, Jeff was eliminated and scored the final pinfall, or not, the, the final elimination to win the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Which shouldn't happen at all. That's fair. Oh. I mean, it was still a crazy match. Right. But I just, it bugged me, right? Oh, yeah. You're a stickler for rules. Yeah, I am. However, I will say (laughs) that as crazy as that match was, it wasn't even close to the craziest match of the night in many ways. Right. You know, I mean, you started off with Christian Cage versus Adam Cole. Uh, That was fun. That was crazy. You then had uh, Samoa Joe versus Max Caster in his first uh, uh, Samoa Joe's first match in AEW, first full match. And um, Max Caster was able to get some verbal barbs in, but was not able to get any like physical barbs in. No. So, um, I mean, after all, Max Caster is main event and Joe's just X Division. You know? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we were beating you in the ratings, you were the champion. I love that bar. <laughs> Although, well, like, it was only for a week, but, yeah. you know. Sure. Well, <laughs> what really sold it was them cutting to Samoa Joe in the ring going. Hey, That's a valid right. point. Yeah, got a point. Yeah, I'm still going to kick your ass. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, champ or no champ. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Sean Dean versus Sean Spears, and that was probably the low point of the night. Yeah. Uh, but then you had uh, you had the other Owen Hart Foundation tournament qualifier match, Hikaru Shida versus Julia Hart, which probably wasn't the best match, but it did continue to tell a storyline with Julia Hart being uh, 
slowly corrupted by the black mist you know her her mm. doing doing heel tactics sending the rest of the varsity uh blondes to the back saying nope i don't need you around here because you're you're being too goody two shoes um so that's interesting but then that that uh tag match ftr versus the young bucks uh that was fun close out the show that was probably did you watch supercard of honor I, I didn't get to watch all of it. I got to watch bits and pieces of it here and there. Did you watch their match with the Briscoes? Uh, the Briscoes match, I watched highlights of it. Um, uh, okay. I know, that, it... I know that match is fire. There's but no I was just going to ask, because I, I haven't watched the Supercard of Honor one uh, yet either. Well, here's the thing. is uh, there, There's a style different, difference, I guess. right? Yeah. The Briscoes are a hard-hitting brawler style for the most part, um, which really does fit... Uh, FTR's style maybe better than the Young Bucks do. Uh, but the Young Bucks versus FTR is always a fun uh, pairing because of the clash of styles. Young Bucks are, are flip-de-doo and spot monkeys, and FTR are old-school, you know, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. No flips, just fists, you know, was the right slogan, right? So, um... But that match, I would have said, uh, I would have put hard money at the end of FTR versus Young Bucks 2 that that was going to be the best match AEW puts on this week. And I would have been wrong. Mm. Because Rampage came along. And Rampage (laughs) had the best match that I think AEW has seen in a long time. On at least free TV. Um and it had maybe one of the second best matches that they've seen on free TV for a while. So the the second best was Brian Danielson versus Trent Beretta, um, which yeah, helped showcase great. Trent Beretta a bunch. Um, you know, he's kind of been uh, overlooked a bit. But that Wheeler Yuta versus John Moxley match to close out the show, that was phenomenal. So good. It was. That was a very good match. Told a good storyline, and I really loved at the end. Uh, after after losing, uh, when he gets invited to join the Blackpool Combat Club, he writes BCC on his chest in his own blood. That What's was. B- a- oh, okay, right. <laughs> That was a well. Wait, oh, I guess I didn't notice that. I know he shook his hand, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize he wrote BCC on his. Uh... Okay, so he's officially in. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. I thought he shook his hand. It was out of respect, but he didn't really give. Nope. A... Okay, he was inviting invited him to join the the BCC. Fair. Uh, okay. And I, and the thing is, I've liked Wheeler Yuta ever since he started showing up in uh, AEW. I I kind of thought that the uh, best friends was kind of a weird place to put him. They kind of mm. shoehorned him in there, um, and it's because in real life he's good friends with them, right? But he mm. just didn't seem to fit them, and that's the storyline they're telling now: is that you never really fit in here. And Trent Beretta didn't like him, anyways. Um, and and now, I mean, that's a star making match, in my opinion. Like people watch that match who never had heard of of Wheeler Yuta, and now we're looking up Wheeler Yuta matches. So, right, 
Um, but that's that was my week, though. I mean, those, those matches, those those AEW matches, just were like top of the week for me. Everything else was just a little bit of land yap, a little bit extra. <laughs> uh, but it was a good week. I mean, right in the high from WrestleMania, there's always going to be some weird letdown. But uh, we've got uh, fucking Murder Grandpa himself coming in to AEW next week to defend the Ring of Honor TV championship. Um, that's going to be crazy. So. Yeah, I'm not crazy on uh, Suzuki guy there, but um, I know you're not. I know it's just it's not my style though, so I just don't like his style. But I know Joe does do strong style like that too, and very hard hitting. So it shall be interesting. It's just uh, hopefully it's better than what he did with Moxley. Perhaps so, so, someone posted on Twitter. Uh, uh, Tony Khan proposes a trade. I give you. Cody Rhodes, you give me Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe. <laughs> Apparently, that trade was accepted. Uh, yeah, that's it. I I, uh, I know if it was fantasy football and I was in that uh, league and I saw that trade going on, I would probably oppose that trade. <laughs> Why are you guys stacking the deck? <laughs> yeah, that's no, that no, is no, not no, a balanced no, trade no, in my Joe. opinion. No, Joe, Joe's uh, injured. He's just like a commentator now. And uh, Don't be able Adam, to do much with him. Adam Cole is B-team, you know? He's just NXT. He's not main roster, right? <laughs> and, um, um, you know, Brian Danielson, he's got that injury. You know, who knows how much longer he'll be able to wrestle. But Cody Rhodes is a star. Star. Absolute star. star. For six months. And then people will be bored of him. But he's a star. Well, unless they turn him heel. I, they, it, they should have just done that. Ugh. Well, I guess I mean, they could have the debut. But... I, I, th I think it might still be coming. I know Cody doesn't want to be heel. But um, he wants to be babyface. But I said it before. If Cody had turned heel six months ago, he probably would have gotten the contract offer that he wanted. Um, right. be still in AEW. Uh, the fans turned on him because they wanted him to be heel. And we saw that in WWE with Roman Reigns for a long time. Fans right. wanted him to be a heel, and he's doggedly stuck with being a face for so long. But when they finally allowed him to be heel, people just love it. Right? He's good at it. Dude, insert city town and acknowledge me is like mm -hmm. the best thing in a hot minute. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not saying much with WWE, but that shit is catchy as hell, and I even want to hear it, you know? <laughs> exactly. So. But. Other than that, in terms of wrestling news, I got more cards to open this week, so. Hey. We'll, have, cards. we'll have some fun with that. These are more of the Chrome cards like last week, and I really enjoyed them. And my <laughs> wife didn't know how much I spent on them last week. And uh, she found out this week. So we we probably won't be having too many more of these. Um, I think did I she, already uh, had. Did she listen to the podcast? Is that how she found out? <laughs> no, she was there when I bought them this week. So. Oh, okay. Pretty sure I already had a John, Mox, uh, John Morrison. 
I'm pretty sure I already had a Paul Heyman. I had one of these, but I did not have the special hollow edition of T-Bar. And to the moon! Cameron Grimes. To the moon. These cards are very pretty. I this this show doesn't show them off nearly enough. Um, already had an Eo Shirai. Getting a lot of dub duplicates here. I believe I already had a Drew McIntyre. I did not already have a Sonya Deville. I believe. Is that NXT Sonya Deville? That is... Nope, SmackDown, Sonya Deville. Okay. Just making sure. And I did not have one of these. There's a lot of glare on it, but Shinsuke Nakamura's. Yeah. Oh. So that's I thought that was somebody being held up like in a in a uh, Styles Clash or something. <laughs> I was like, what? what? It's kind of, he's kind of in a Razor's Edge pose, so yeah. I, I, I see it. <laughs> Oh, it's everyone's absolute favorite, Rey Mysterio. I've got a duplicate, Zelina Vega. I'm getting a lot of dupes on this one. <laughs> I got a hollow Reggie, which, you know, you know how much I wanted a hollow Reggie, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, for the longest time. And the KO. Hey, feel free to send that my way. <laughs> well, if it's a dupe, I might. <laughs> I've got a Naomi from the last set that I'll send you. Hey, perfect. She does deserve better than being in your arms. Too soon? Too soon? The modern day Maharaja. Hmm. Bobby Lashley. Believe Ricky Booby. The now face Bobby Lashley, by the way, got turned on. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I was expecting that to happen at Mania. Shayna And that happened then. So and about time. Lord knows almost can't do anything. Bailey. <laughs> almost well, needs an MVP. Yeah. yeah. That I think that's really what it came down to. They they tried Omos by himself for the last few weeks, and they realized Omos needs a mouthpiece. Um, he can't. He just can't cut it by himself. So I, you guys are all fine, intelligent gentlemen, and I've asked this in my last podcast. Why do all bigger men have weird voices? Uh, length of uh, vocal cords. It's because we like to talk like this. It, it Just because really, they're stretched? It really comes down to... Because they're so tall? Because they're so tall, their vocal cords are longer, and just like a bass guitar, longer strings make things... Uh, speak of the devil, by the way. Tom oh. Gordon, that one is Omos. 
Hmm. Blonde Mandy. This was pre NXT uh-huh. Toxic Attraction. Hmm. The tribal leader. Our tribal chief. Acknowledge him. The the Do funny it. thing is, this is this is tribal chief era Roman Reigns, head of the table, but he's not wearing his gold hand thing, gold glove. And then a duplicate Seamus. The only reason I remember is I, I keep staring at that thinking, is that riddle? I think that's riddle. But <laughs> but I'm not sure. Because those trunks don't quite look like Riddle. So I'm going to have to do some searching to figure that out. <laughs> Two packs left. Two packs. A grizzled young veteran. Love that team. I believe this is a duplicate uh, T-bar, but it's not the hollow T-bar. So, Actually going to skip one because I can put Mace next to T-bar. And then we have our second legacy card. Last uh, time we opened a legacy Cesaro, who's not with WWE anymore. This mm. time we open a legacy Jeff Hardy, who's not with WWE anymore. Damn. So for much your, for a legacy. Kiss of death, man. Yeah. You're like, hey, don't don't give me a legacy card. I'm Lord. telling you, don't make a legacy card of me. Do give <laughs> me a legacy card. Austin Theory. Ooh. What? 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 The man who what? jumps at my stunner like a crazed person. What? It was a great sell. and I, I liked it. I enjoyed I it. And he technically may, even almost maybe paid <laughs> homage to Jericho with that sell. Yeah. I don't know who sent me that video, but that was almost <laughs> me, was an exact very, duplicate. It was very um, uh, Razor Ramon-esque or Scott Hall-esque. Scott mm. Hall sold it very similar. Oh, okay. Um. This one is an interesting one because it's a uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, but she's Rodriguez but now. She's Rodriguez now. <laughs> so I want to copyright Raquel Gonzalez, but I still want her to be Spanish. What should I do? What about Rodriguez? I, That's some good shit, pal. I I suspect it has to do with trademark because her actual last name is Gonzalez, I believe. Uh, okay. Um, whereas Rodriguez, they can trademark. Anyways, mm. um, returned this week on SmackDown, I believe, Lacey Evans. Yeah, promo-wise, at least. Yeah. And, and she's th- a face. Yep. And I think this is a duplicate, Kofi Kingston. Ooh. So. Is it a boom-boom, Kofi Kingston, or is it a New Day? Um, I'm not looking at the screen, sorry. I mean, it's New Day, I'm sure. He's wearing... Because your other one was uh, Boom Boom. What is it? I'll have to check mm. later. So, um, boom Boom. So that's all for the, this set. <laughs> um, uh, the, the dirty secret my wife doesn't know is I bought two sets. So oh, I got another my box God. to open. 
I've got another box to open next oh, week. Oh, jeez. What happens if you get caught? Yeah, how did you hide it from her? You know, when you've got... She a, was with you. When you've got a big thing of groceries checking out, it's pretty easy to, to <laughs> squeeze them through. Yeah, make sure she doesn't listen to this episode then, but <laughs> Oh, she 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 listened to our episodes for a while. And then she realized that all we talk about was wrestling for the first like hour and a half of it before we really go off on a tangent. Oh, and okay. she's like, oh, nope, I'm done. I'm not going to listen to wrestling all the time. So. <laughs> but, anyways. Uh... So that's all the cards to open. Uh, what what other things do we need to talk about in professional wrestling this week? Um, well, oh, I got a gripe you. against... Good. Good. Yeah, you sure? I feel bad yeah. now. You can go. Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right. All right. Uh, I got a gripe with Braun Breaker, Ron Breaker not winning at NXT Stand and Deliver, but then winning on Raw with no crowd selling his win whatsoever. So, yeah, that's my gripe. Why wouldn't you just make the guy win at Stand and Deliver? Whole NXT um, thing, and if you were going to give him another match, on Raw, at least he'd be your champion representing. Yeah. I think they were so, testing his main roster strengths. Yeah. Here, here's ultimately... But if you make him win NXT, you, you're just going to send him back to NXT anyways. So what was the point? Um, it, again, it's about testing the waters. It's about introducing uh, the, the um, NXT champion uh, to... The raw crowd. Here's the deal: is uh, raw gets about two million viewers a week, give or take, um, and it sells out or at least fills arenas of six to ten thousand people every week, right? Mm-hmm. NXT uh, sells out the NXT Performance Center, um, which seats maybe a thousand. Maybe two tops. I don't right. even think that much. And gets 700K max viewers, right? Mm-hmm. So this was about introducing someone that they see as a potential star to a larger audience um, on a big stage, the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, do I agree with you that they should have had him win uh, at Stand and Deliver if they wanted him to be the champion? Yes. Um, in my opinion, they sh- he should have won at Stand and Deliver and then came and done a rematch against, uh, you know, Dolph and handily put Dolph away on Raw if they wanted Stand to do that. Stand on the liver. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the liver. I'm not the <laughs> one booking, obviously. So, obviously. I don't think it hurt that bad. Uh, yeah, like I said, for me, it's it was just more like a minor gripe. My bigger yeah, it's gripe... Just, it's just a stupid booking move. Like, it just... Have him show up as your champion, make him face Dolph, and make him still beat Dolph anyways. Yeah. My just my bigger gripe was... Changing the him, ring gear. Making him come out in <laughs> stupid black ring gear instead, right? of, yeah. instead of his crazy color, you know, technicolor ring gear that he normally wears. Uh... That's my bigger gripe. Like they're that, gonna do that sometimes, though. To me, that's watering down his character. I mean, a, 
At least they didn't put a mask on him. True. There is that. There is that. <laughs> or they didn't. Uh, or make... they didn't put like a cow themed attire on him. Yeah. Because Scott or, Steiner likes to talk about cows, you or, know. Or or name him something Kaiser. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we we've already talked about them renaming Raquel Gonzalez, um, but them renaming Eichner. Yeah, Ludwig. Ludwig Kaiser. About? Yep. <laughs> oh, More specifically, Kaiser. I I have bigger gripes with the word Kaiser um, than the word Ludwig. Ludwig. Mm. Um, Just because of the the current Russia stuff. Or current what? Russia, but also there there are uh, Nazi ties with the word with the name Kaiser. Oh, okay. Um, and uh the the imperium have uh back to before they were in wwe when they were in uh just the british indies wrestling under the name um ring general uh ring Kampf, they they very very specifically tried to make sure that they distanced their image from anything even slightly nazi-ish right yeah it's right. walter who's german you know it's it's all this, you know, that they, they, they were they were conscious of the fact that their ethnicities uh, made a, a Nazi connotation easier to jump to. And they very specifically, like, they chose black and white for their colors um, that were not Nazi similar colors. Um, and they, they specifically chose names that uh you know were were not directly tied to to nazi symbolism stuff like that and then uh and then they get called up to the main roster in in wwe and they get put in let's nazi him up yeah and and you know change their name to kaiser uh but i don't get why vince would want to even attempt to do that if you're a child like not a children's thing but whatever you're 13 and over fan base and you don't want people googling certain things and that's why you have certain people not in the hall of fame and why would so, you even risk so um i'm gonna try to try to put this in, in uh, as delicately as i can but in in reality uh i think it's because not not everyone is as sensitive to dog whistles as as some other people are and so in this case i don't i do not think that uh vince mcmahon or wwe's uh overt um intent was for it to be nazi-ish um, okay but it comes off as nazi-ish mm. um they went and looked up famous names of famous German names mm -hmm. and ended up getting a whole bunch of uh, stuff that had common German names once upon a time that might sound like they're leading to Nazism. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah, and that's it's, ultimately. It's, especially you know, with how society is now with 
you know, so much sensitivity towards certain things. And, and uh, I don't know. I just figured. The um, prior to Nazi Germany, just to give give uh, Clarence uh, clarity on this, Mm -hmm. the the emperor of Germany was known as the Kaiser. Um, and so uh, Kaiser Mm. Wilhelm the second was a German. uh, Okay. uh, King. Yeah, well, it's a very popular German. um, Yeah, name too, if I'm not mistaken, or last mm -hmm. name. And so. when the the Kaiser abdicated prior to World War One, that's really what led to the rise of Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we're not a history podcast, and we're not um, gonna get too much into it. My, I, I just had issue with that particular name change. Adding to it the the gimmick change, not gimmick change, really, but the the ring gear change, like. It, it them combined together, and I know, like I said, I do not think WWE, at least Vince McMahon, openly was trying to do it. Um, yeah, I mean they're not blanketing them in swastikas or anything. Yeah, but there right. were there were. It's like it's like the sum of all of these changes adds up to in the minds of lots of people a certain change, right? And. uh and that's where my my worry was, right? Uh, and you know, I've got I've got Jewish relatives, um, and relatives of other religions that were persecuted, um, and so I'm maybe I'm a little more sensitive to it than some people are. Um, I'm a big supporter of the Anti Defamation League. Uh, and I highly recommend, you know, not talking politics, but but uh, if if you really uh, want to uh, go to the ADL's website, they've got a, a database of of uh, hate symbols, right? Uh, what we would call dog whistles, those those words and phrases that get thrown about uh, by by hate groups. Um, as a way of of being able to speak hate in public without openly speaking it, you know, with with some symbols or yeah hand signs and hand sign symbols, uh, words and phrases, numbers, um, things like that. And the whole thing about it is, it's supposed to be plausible deniability. Oh, I didn't know it was a hate symbol. I was just throwing up the OK symbol or whatever. Right. Right. That's the way dog whistles exist but there's a whole whole database of them on the adl's website uh uh, hundreds of them and i guarantee you uh almost anyone who reads it will find some that they did not know about and some that make light bulbs go off in their head about people or businesses or or you know places that they're familiar with right um and they'll go whoa you know, I, I now I'm thinking twice about that business or that person. So, anyways, but back to WWE. I didn't like the name change. Um, I, I, my biggest thing is I don't like when name changes aren't necessary, right? Right. Like, if they wanted to change Eichner's name, they could have changed it when he came into NXT. 
And they chose. That's that's the thing. If if it, just change it before they get full fledged NXT. How do you have a guy with the same name for like two years, including in the UK and whatnot, and then just like, hey, you're going to Raw. We've developed you with this name all these years. But uh, no, we're going to change things around. Like, why not just do it beforehand so people get used to it and then you still own it anyways? Um, and that's that. I guess maybe it has a contract scenario thing, perhaps, maybe too, where those smaller contracts maybe can't allow them to copyright names or whatever, but I doubt it. And why not just, if so, why not just make it part of the contract anyways? Yeah, WWE well, seems to do whatever they want anyways, so... I, I know it can't be related to their smaller contracts or anything like that because they've made NXT wrestlers change their names all the time. Um, in NXT, in fact, Raquel Gonzalez had her name changed in NXT. Um, she hmm. wrestled under a different name originally. Uh, and then after a while, they said, nope, we're going to change your name. I'm trying to remember what her original uh, name was. I'm looking it up here because Big Mommy Cool Raquel um, Rodriguez now. Yeah. Reina Gonzalez, I believe, was her original one. Yep, Reina Gonzalez. Um, her her real name is Vic, Victoria Gonzalez, right? And so she wrestled under Reina Gonzalez in the original May Young Classic, and. Uh, then in 2020, they changed her name to be Raquel Gonzalez when she helped Dakota Kai and partnered with Dakota Kai. And then the, the biggest frustrating thing, though, is they won their match at Stand and Deliver and became the tag team champions. And then they lost it back on this week's NXT just so they could bring her back uh, up to the the main roster and change her name um but it kind of puts dakota kai in like a weird limbo you know what what's she supposed to do obviously they're not planning on bringing her up to the main roster because they didn't have hide nor hair of her on on nx on smackdown this week um but what does it put her but like like they've already done it with her um so I, I I understand it, right? But that's my thing is I if the name change is part of a, a character, a total character change, a gimmick change entirely, it makes a little sense. Like we give Butch a ton of crap, and I give it because I think it's a bad name. But it is part of a gimmick change for him. Full character <clears throat> and everything. Yeah. yeah. Full yeah. character, full gimmick change. And so I get it. I think it's a bad name. Um, I think they're missing out because uh, the bruiser weight is a lot better of a gimmick than uh, Butch. He wears like the newsboy hats and uh, <laughs> stands at ringside, and um, I don't know. I always feel like he's so, about to like serenade me with a West Side Story musical piece or something. Like, no, nope. it would be it would be Newsies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confusing my musicals. Pardon. But, but like Raquel Gonzalez, like I might, that's a minor change. I'm not going to throw too much. It's the Fabian Eichner to Kaiser. That 
Mm. Ludwig Kaiser? No, no, nope. It doesn't doesn't even sound good coming out of the mouth. Ludwig. Heck, heck, Von if they Beethoven. I I'll even agree with Walter on this standpoint. Uh, he says if his original name was was Gunther, and he changed it to Walter, that we'd give him crap for it, and we'd be all angry. And he's kind of right, because the problem is not the name Gunther, although I think it's bad. The problem is he's been Walter for years. He's established as Walter. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a gimmick change. He didn't have a look change. Um, he's the same guy. Just with a different name, and and delivered a promo saying, "Yes, yeah, call me this new name now." Yeah, like, um, and that's part of where the problem is. Yeah, is you know just just be be the character until you're not the character, and then change it. Then I don't know, but I feel bad for the one left behind in NXT because I just don't think there's a plan for him now and that's always kind of a shame you know what I mean for Marcel Barthel? yeah he's the one who bailed right um, well I, I think the one who bailed on him yeah on Barthel. Eichner's the speaker of the group. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think you know, it, when whenever you break up an established tag team to bring one up to the main roster, it to me shows a lack of faith in the other one. You know, I think they should have brought them both up. They should have. I agree. I think they should have brought, in fact, all of Imperium. Yep, I agree. They cut it from four down to three. It's still a viable faction. Mm -hmm. You can run a quality invasion angle with a guy that is believable as a um, championship contender in Walter. You can, or sorry, Gunther. Um, Walter. I refuse Gunther's name. I refuse. Well, the good news is Gunther refuses your name, so, you know, you're even. Uh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. yeah, okay, we can just keep going with Justin. <laughs> but no, you're JLB now, man. Uh, you know, it's my nickname, but you can call me either or. I won't get upset. <laughs> call me Gunther, though. I'll smack the shit out of you. Whatever, Gunther. <gasps> Where's my Will Smith hand? No, no joke. Okay. Yeah, there, no, there, there's an app for that. There right. is an app for that. There's also a game for that. I was yep. playing for a bit. <laughs> I got miles. 32 kilometers an hour. <laughs> At 31 miles per hour. So I, I did freedom units. Yeah. Oh, fair. 31 miles is how much? Uh, like 42 kilometers per hour. Oh, snap. Damn. Yeah, it's not accurate at all. Like, I took my finger and multiple slides, and yeah, I don't know. Fair enough, fair enough. Totally cheating. Totally cheating. Cheater! 
Bam. Anywho. There's not a ton of news this week. Because not really. I mean, it, it was, was it was WrestleMania week. So yeah, it was come down from WrestleMania, and I get it. You know, I just I don't know. I would have I would have preferred to see a little bit more out of Raw. We did to recap Tuesday with with uh, JLB. We did invent some games for professional really? wrestling. Did indeed. Smart oh. said, "Smarts immediately went after you. Know, I obviously went after. Uh, uh, sorry, Brock Taker game, but uh, Smarks went after his card game that he really, really wants to do. I I did a little bit on that. I also talked about um, uh, uh, Monopoly, but with Monopoly, yeah." With uh, professional wrestling, yeah, I feel like that's already a thing. No, like I'm sure someone's made it. it. I don't know. Like no, not WWE made it, but I'm sure like someone made it on Etsy or some shit. No, okay. I like I said, I've never seen it, but you know, I'm not saying it's not out there. No, I just haven't seen it. So, so that's what I talked about. Did shoot shoots and vipers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or ladders so and vipers. Someone please explain to me why this heel turn hasn't happened for RK Bro or Randy Orton yet. It's too like, good right now. Ugh. They, they, don't well, I guess it's going to happen during the Usos thing, right? Don't rush that. I don't know when it's going to happen, but don't rush it. The the thing is. They're too popular right now. Mm. Um, and WWE Merch doesn't... sales start dri- dipping, then we'll have a, a change. But... And and you're not wrong. The best time to turn someone heel is when they're at their peak popularity. Right. Um, yeah, tell that to Stone Cold circa WrestleMania 17. But, well, I'm not saying it's uh, foolproof. Um, it can mess up. But that's usually mm-hmm. the best time. I'll use the word usually. I'll qualify it. Usually the best time to turn someone heel is when they're at their peak face. Um, I guess we could help pro wrestling along and say things like, hey, happy Siblings Day to Nick Nemeth and Dolph Ziggler. Happy Siblings Day to the Usos. Yeah. I uh, I just recently found out, based on TikTok, that uh, Randy Orton has a brother who is a comedian. What? Um, yeah, and he delivers uh, a lot of comedy based on being Randy Orton's brother. Oh, um, interesting. Uh, like he's like, he's like people ask. Uh, what you know, how to spell my last name, and you know it's it's kind of hard to drop that your brother's famous famous. So you always have to do things like okay, it's O as in Orton, and R as in Randy Orton, <laughs> and then T as in the Randy Orton, and then O as in oh my God, is that Randy Orton's brother? 
<laughs> then N, as in, now he disappoints his dad twice. <laughs> N is as in not Randy Orton. <laughs> but, uh, so if you get a chance, uh, look up Randy Orton's brother <coughs> on TikTok. It's pretty funny. Uh, okay. He's always a, he's a he's a TikTok comedian. I mean, he's a stand-up comedian who has started uploading on TikTok. Uh, okay, fair. Nice. Definitely got to check that out. That's interesting concept. Very, you know, not so much creative, but you definitely have a lot of content there that you can uh, dive into. Well, I mean, he does a lot on how he's a disappointment to his dad, Cowboy Bob Orton, because he's not a famous <laughs> <Not> wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> That's fair. Or a cowboy, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, people ask, why aren't, aren't you a professional wrestler like your brother? And he said, my brother's six foot three and and jack and i'm uh and i have scoliosis i'm not even as tall <laughs> as i am um, <laughs> um, that's a good point <laughs> he says when i was in amateur wrestling in high school um you know i i didn't know uh that this was a thing uh but i you know someone stuck their finger right in my butt I didn't know that was a thing in amateur wrestling, but I went back and I told my coach and he goes, Oh, you got your oil check. It's so much of a thing. They got a name for it. <laughs> it's just what happens in, in amateur wrestling. And that's when I decided I wasn't going to be an amateur wrestler. <laughs> so. But. Looking forward to this week, you know, AEW has got some good matches. Hopefully raw. Is not a garbage fire. I mean, now that we have Veer, all is uh, all is good you, in the world. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit. Veer was actually pretty impressive, right? Yeah, came out and destroyed the guy. Looked name Ray Mysterio. Yes, no, the one he really destroyed was named Dominic Mysterio. That's the one we need to focus That's on. That's destroyed fair. Dominic Mysterio. Because are they making Veer a, a face? Is that what they're doing there? Well, they're clearly uh, they, making him a heel. I don't he know. That's, that's a pretty face move to me. <laughs> you destroy Dominic. Most most of your wrestling fans are going to go, hey, all right. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's destroy him again. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fine with week after week of Dominic getting destroyed by him. Yeah. By Veer? Yeah. Just... By Veer coming right on Dominic? Oh, I don't know if I really geez. want to see that every week. <laughs> I mean, I guess as long as I don't have to pay nineteen ninety five for it, you know. It's free on television. It Veer is. Coming, that's my point. Coming to Dominic. You know, I mean, <laughs> people at other promotions would charge nineteen ninety five for that sort of shit. Well, the money shot well, on free cable. Now there, that's and that's another piece of news that now WWE wrestlers have been released to the ability to earn money on their own. 
Mm-hmm. Again, that's uh, that's a change. Apparently, thanks to Triple H. Um, you know, it, it is interesting to think about it and realize that that whole outlawing it did mostly take place in the post Triple H, you know, era, right? And realizing that as soon as Triple H came back, he was like, no, 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 no. They get to do that again. And Nick Khan's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I should have let him do that. <laughs> but, but I mean, I don't get it, though. If Vince listens to Nick so much and then Trips comes and he's like, no, nah, Vince, they should just let him do it again. Why does he listen to him? There's a certain think... amount of speak that uh, Triple H has that can probably affect shareholders. Yeah. E- even more than that, I don't think he convinced Vince. I don't think the rule was ever a Vince rule. I think it was a Nick Khan rule. Nick Khan came in as a businessman whose goal was to make WWE more money, right? And he saw, hey... These wrestlers are going off and making money in a way that does not make WWE any money. Um, they're going on these other apps like Cameo and uh, Twitch and whatever, and they're recording or live streaming, and they're making money in ways that we don't get a cut of. And that was the big key, is, is the part of it was we don't get a cut. Uh, the restructuring of it was, reportedly, you can't do Cameo on your own. We are going to set up your Cameo account, or more specifically, probably a WWE.com special section account that we can monetize. And then it was going to be paid out based on your merch sale splits right so wwe was going to take their cut and you were going to get paid out based on your downside guarantee and your merch sale split um instead of getting the full cut of it that you were getting from cameo yeah or twitch or whatever this was entirely a business decision and i think it was entirely nick khan and because triple h wasn't there to advocate on the behalf of the wrestlers and point out that the other guys are actively using this to recruit people away right Mm -hmm. Uh, when those people become free agents and they're thinking about where should i go for my job now and they're looking at the different companies one of the companies is saying hey just so you know you come here you can still do your twitch you can still do your cameos you can still do your whatevers right if you want to do an only fans or whatever have a blast with it do it what you do in your free time is not our business um and how you make money outside of us is not our business right um and because they were making it part of the marketing they were winning a bunch of 
of converts. And Triple H was able to bring that up to Tony Khan and say, listen, this is biting you in the butt. And WWE had made these decisions and then Nick, never capitalized Nick on them. Triple H Nick just brought it up to Nick Khan, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but had made these decisions and then never actually capitalized on them. That's the other thing I want to point out. He'd made these decisions based on eventually capitalizing on them, but did not eventually capitalize on them. We did never we never did get a WWE branded cameo replacement, you know. Um and it could be that Nick Khan was like God, it's fucking expensive to set that up all by ourselves, you know? Set up our own servers for this stuff, set up our own payment portals for it, all of this stuff for it. Um, we got to set up all these rules. Um, you know, fuck. Um, Welcome back. Thank you. Sorry. But currently on Cameo available, actually available, there's a whole bunch of wrestlers listed. But Mandy Rose, Happy Corbin, Shinsuke from WWE. Sorry, I'm going to get specific. Mm -hmm. um, Montez Ford. There's a whole bunch that are going to be available, it looks like, or temporarily unavailable. Mm -hmm. uh, Can Shinsuke speak perfect English? Perfect. I don't know. Do you speak perfect English? That's fair. Uh, I mean, can he speak English? Like, he's good enough to do a cameo? I don't know if you need to speak English very good at all to do a cameo. JLB. JLB. Can I make a cameo? Um, you you uh, have JBL, to be. I'm sorry, JBL. I have to have some popular status, JBL. No? JBL, sorry, JBL. Oh, yeah. you you um, have to establish that you're uh, uh, someone in the public space, um, and just having a podcast is not enough for that. Rick Flair will do live video calls. Of course, he will. Robert He'll Stone helicopter his way through life. Robert Stone will currently do that. Can currently do them. Gunner can currently do them. Um, I don't know if Cully's on a Legends contract or not, but he's available. Again, I'm avoiding ones that are not currently with WWE. Uh, Gable Steveson can. I don't know if the Godfather is on a contract. If he's not, then he's available. Uh, then he wouldn't count. If he is, then yeah, he's there. Uh, lots of these guys are gone, so I'm trying to avoid talking about the ones that are gone. Well. It also could just slowly be going back up too, right? Like this was just mm -hmm. announced this week, no? So, no, I'm just referring to the ones that are are currently no longer with or currently with WWE though as well. Ba, 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 ba. 
I mean, there's tons of professional wrestlers. Tons. Yeah. It's just, and there's even a lot of WWE people listed that aren't available right now. Yeah. But so that's really what I think it came down to is I think Nick Khan, I think Triple H was able to talk to Nick Khan and be like, listen, you're hurting, you're hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself with this. Um, it's it's not generating income for us. It's going to be super expensive if we wanted to, and it's a PR nightmare um, for us. And it's also being used by our competition to lure people away, and we don't want that. So, um, how about instead of doing that, let we just let them do it, and and it'll make people happier. Yep. They'll go off and make their money, and then they'll be less likely to walk away from a contract with us. Because here's the deal. Um, Tony Storm walked away from WWE, um, and they apparently didn't see enough value in her to fight, you know, unlike Ollie, who they're forcing to live out the rest of his contract um, and probably tacking on more to his contract for not showing up and yada, 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 right? Um, with, with Tony Storm, they're like, okay, fine, we'll release you. And then she goes off and creates an OnlyFans and makes 40 grand in her first day. And that's subscriptions, so she'll continue to make the better part of 40 grand every month as long as those people stay with her, right? Um, now that's not WWE money by itself necessarily. But it's fucking good money, right? And now she can get a contract with the competition. We don't know what her AEW contract is in any way, shape, or form. But she's living a good life now. She's controlling her own choices. She gets to wrestle where she wants to and when she wants to for the most part. She gets some financial security from this OnlyFans account. Um, Speaking of which, have you guys ever heard anything about Nia Jax's OnlyFans? Only that she was launching it, but... But that was like March 31st. Yeah. The the simple fact is, I I said this before, Nia Jax will get get money. She'll get money off it. She's not going to get 40 grand in her first day money. Okay. Right? (laughs) Um, But she'll live a comfortable life. She'll... She'll be able to support her life in a more lavish lifestyle than I do um, off of her OnlyFans. I'm not denying she's going to be successful at it. Um, She's just not going to be Tony Storm level successful. She's not going to be Jordan Grace level successful. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Jordan Grace has been building up her following for some time now. And she has various niches of bodybuilding and so on and so forth and whatever have you. So that's yeah. totally no, and, different. And, and again, I'm not trying to uh, to belittle what Jordan Grace has done or what Tony Storm has done or what any of them do- have done. Uh, um, that, you know, they work hard. They earn their money. Um, but in the end, and um, there's a reason that uh, Tony Storm made as much off of her OnlyFans. And uh, she ap- 
appeals to a wider margin than Lena Finney. Mm-hmm. There, there's definitely going to be people who sign up for Lena Finini's OnlyFans, right? Uh, but it's not the same level of people that have signed up for, for a Tony Storm. That's my thing. Right. And this would be the same as if uh, Courtney Cox, Jennifer Anderson, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, if Courtney Cox created an OnlyFans, even at her age right now, she would blow Tony Storm's uh, OnlyFans <laughs> out of the water. But but would lose significantly to Jennifer Anderson. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and they're equal screen time from former characters and just who's going to have the draw. Yeah, that's it. So that's why it's not an insult to Lena Fanini. No, not at all. Definitely have a bigger OnlyFans than all three of us on this podcast. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. And I mean, she's going to make her money. She's going to, she's going to live a very comfortable lifestyle off of it. Um, but but it's not going to be to the level of success of, of Tony Storm. And again, Tony Storm would not be to the level of success of a Jennifer Aniston um, or an Angelina Jolie or, you know. Should, should all three of us go in on OnlyFans together? Fuck, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> not like I'm not doing it anyways. Like you know, just um. <laughs> just you have an OnlyFans? No, I'm just saying no. the stuff that would be on an OnlyFans. Well, uh, I mean, we could, we could, we could. Uh, uh the upside is uh, Lena Fanini's exclusive contract uh, content thing is only ten bucks a month. So you know. know. I don't get how that shit isn't like I guess there's an anti like screenshot or whatever on the website because I don't get how all that shit isn't like leaked. Um it does or get I guess risk occasionally of getting sued, I guess. That, but there's risk of getting sued. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um it gets it does get leaked occasionally. There there are lots of people who get their OnlyFans stuff leaked. However, oh, wow. okay. Um, however, OnlyFans, um, I believe OnlyFans, uh, does offer, offer legal support to the people on it on helping track down and per- prosecute any of the people doing you, you, when you sign up for an OnlyFans or whatever, uh, site you do <laughs> as, as a subscriber, you agree that you do not have the rights to reproduce, sell, or, uh, copy any of the material on there. Right. And if you're caught as one of the people doing it, not only do you get banned from OnlyFans, um, but they submit all the information to the police to help prosecute you. So, right. um, um, yeah, like on Lena Fanini's, anyone caught taking content and putting it elsewhere online will be subject to legal action and banned without any refund. Um, so, um, so it happens, but 
it doesn't happen to the level that it used to because there is legal repercussions behind it. Right. Makes sense. And they have a they have ways to help uh, track down who was the one who did it. For sure, um, with IPs and all that. And mm-hmm. if it's through their website, they can give you all that info, no problem. For sure. That makes sense, though. I just was like, there has to be something like that, some legal thing for sure. Or maybe they just had like an anti-screenshot thing where you some websites, you know, you can't screenshot I, it. I'm or, sure there are. However, um, anti-screenshotting so stuff is super easy to, yeah, to get around. For sure. For sure. But, but yeah. Bam. But yeah, like right now, to give an example uh, of what I was saying, uh, we got to bring it up here. Do, do, do. <clears throat> right now, Tony Storm's OnlyFans. Once it loads for me, <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, Tony Storm's OnlyFans has uh, forty point five thousand subscribers. Right? Wow, forty thousand subscribers at twenty dollars a month. Right? Oh wow, um, Jesus! Now OnlyFans takes a cut of it, you know, and everything, but. That's still a large, large amount of money. Uh, Lena Fanini's at $10 a month, half the price, and has been out there for not a month yet. Like two weeks. Like two weeks. But again, Tony Storm made forty grand in her first day, right? Uh, Lena Fanini has 1.4 thousand subscribers, right? Okay. Um, so still, still $10, nothing to shake a, a stick at. Yeah, that's $10,000 a month. Right there. Yeah. Uh, well, so fourteen thousand dollars a month to be specific. Yeah, I mean, let's just say that the the take from the website host, she goes through a company called Brand Army. I don't know what their take would be, um, but just to compare it to OnlyFans, let's just say they take that the equivalent of that point four off there, but it's still ten thousand dollars a month, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you know that's that's nothing to shake a stick at um by any means she's she's doing well um why why are you shaking sticks at only fans so much mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of stick are you shaking a very small one i mean a a very huge one what? in freedom units big <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> I, you know, like I drive a big truck and and mud tires and uh, freedom, yeah, freedom <laughs> units. This, one of my favorite TikToks recently was there was a girl who said, <coughs> "Excuse me," <coughs> just caught up on him. That's exactly <laughs> what she said. She coughed and said, "Excuse me." No. Uh, she said, I just found out there's there's male inches and female inches. And a person says, oh, no, that's, that's a really common thing. See, if you look at a, a ruler, right, you've got, you've got two different sides, and one of them says I-N. 
<coughs> that stands for incorrect, right? That's the women's inches, right? The other side <laughs> says CM. That's correct measurement, right? <laughs> now, the important thing to look at there, right? And this, this makes a lot of sense. It'll make everything is um, the eight on the correct measurement side lines up pretty close to where the three is on the incorrect sides, right? Which leads to a lot of the confusion. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, that's about right. <laughs> Eight and a half, I've maybe put nine. Some thought into that. <laughs> yeah. Or that person himself has made that mistake. Oh my god, I made inches. Wait, all oh, rock side. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, tell this story sometimes. When I was younger in college, I had a, a exchange student from Germany in my uh in my area right jens was his name and he was hilarious but one of the things that happened is uh this was when this will date how old i am i mean i've said how old i am before so it's nothing surprise but <clears throat> the movie boogie nights came out oh yeah and uh there's there's a scene in that where he mentions 18 and a half inches is a tough load to haul and being from Germany, he didn't know what 18 and a half inches looked like at all. And then he found a tape measure and he held it down to his crotch area and measured out 18 and a half inches. And his eyes got about as big as dinner plates. Um, <laughs> and he ran around like showing everyone. He's like 18 and a half. 18 and a half. It's like 37 centimeters. I don't know if that's the actual measure. I don't think it is. I was going to say, well, I'm pretty impressed if that's right. <laughs> no, I think it's more like 40. No, it's more than that, yeah. Anyway. I just spilled soda on my desk, so, you know, got to clean it he up. He just spilled soda on his 18 inches. No, correct units. De desk. <laughs> desk. Sure, that's what that's what the cool kids call it nowadays, don't you know? No, I don't know. No, eighteen and know. a half inches in centimeters, forty-seven centimeters. No, see, I was only off by ten centimeters. Yeah, that's what she was thinking to her head while she was doing you. Oh, oh All right, game time, guys, because clearly there's no news. It's not game night, so game nights on Tuesday nights. Uh, you know the yes. night you normally fall asleep. I mean, if you want to play, us. if you want to play Brock Taker uh, game, <laughs> why is this Taker? Ah, Taker. Because <laughs> I mean, this looks like Taker's about to grope you. That's just my thing. <laughs> Which somehow uh, or another. And, and, Feel, and feels more Brock. Feels what? more like a Brock thing, right? Brock Taker. Um, Triple H game game. Wait, wait, wait! Brock could be Taker could be game 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 could be. Uh, uh, <laughs> Honey, why is the room all wet? 
Well, we were playing Brock Taker game. And the important thing is you take a drink before every... <laughs> Bro. Anyways, I think... He's not back. He didn't even show up on Raw. That was... Uh... Yeah, he's making a brief disappearance. Yeah, I wonder if if uh, Brock's gonna just disappear for a while, you know, show up at SummerSlam or something. Yeah, SummerSlam, maybe not even tell Survivor Series. Show up, show up when when Roman is defending at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, heck, he could even be the reason that Roman loses. One of the belts, you know. So Roman isn't injured. Um, he might be. In, we we don't know still officially. Don't know. Yeah. I suspect he is. We talked about it on Tuesday when he came out on Raw and held the two belts up like this. You could see him absolutely grimacing and wincing in pain with his left arm. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. That said, it could be something he could he can work through. But yeah, if it was dislocated and. And he popped it back in, and there wasn't any lig- ligament damage. Um, it could he's just be sore. For a while. It could yeah. just be sore, and he rests it for a while, and he's fine. Um, even if there's some ligament damage, I, you know, uh, an athlete of his level could probably work through for a long time. Um, you know, and and through rest on his days off and stuff like that would probably be you know okay. It's it's as long as the ligament damage didn't get bad enough to be like a full torn ligament. So I'm gonna guess for a little while he doesn't need to spear anybody. Yeah, and the simple fact is, after the match he had at WrestleMania, it's not uncommon for the winner of a WrestleMania match to not wrestle a match until at the very next the next pay per view. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he's probably got a month. It was gonna have a month off from wrestling a real match, anyways. Um, and then he can wrestle a match at WrestleMania Backlash, and they can make it a pretty simple match where he wrestles against somebody that he can just kind of squash really quickly, deliver Superman punch, choke him out. So do we think he's facing Shinsuke, or is Shinsuke just filler on SmackDown? He might be. I mean, eventually he's going to be facing Cody, I think. Um, but I think they're going to build to that over months. Um, I think he's going to face whoever Roman loses that other title to. I don't think he's going to be facing Roman. I mean, they've got to feed someone to Roman. Yeah, but Cody's going to be winning whatever he wins. And I don't think you can double protect Roman versus Cody in that way to the point where Cody doesn't look bad and Roman doesn't look bad. I guess, sure, unless Brock shows up or whatever. But I don't think you want to make Cody win any kind of way either, aside from a clean win. Mm-hmm. That's why a two-falls two, uh, two match can give him a clean win um, but still protect Roman. You know, Roman ends up with one title still. And can stay. I've never been pinned. So I think you're only going to see Cody in the in the title picture like by next Mania, because you're not going to do Cody so soon like that, or else it's going to 
let this whole hype of Cody come in, make him wrestle, get the fans behind him. If he does keep keeps doing matches like he did with Seth at Mania, uh, the fans uh, will go behind him, get behind him again. And I then don't, I don't think it's going to go all the way to Mania. Like SummerSlam. I, maybe. I think SummerSlam or maybe Survivor, Survivor Series. Series at the latest sort of a thing or somewhere in the middle there. Um, but I think, you know, six months or so, we'll see that. Um, What's the next pay-per-view? WrestleMania Backlash, May 8th. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then what's after that? Um, I don't know if they fully released their pay-per-view schedule, but let's find out. Look, 2022. Pay-per-views, WrestleMania Backlash. And then we've got... Hell of a Cell, Chicago, July or June fifth. Money in the bank, bank is in Vegas. Vegas. Hey, uh, uh, the Hell in a Cell, June fifth, will be just a few weeks before WWE Raw in Lincoln, Nebraska. It sure will. That's right. Did you guys get your tickets yet? Nope. I'll be buying them this weekend and probably. Don't know if I'm doing. My my son did not seem all that keen on front row on it, so mm-hmm. I don't know if we will or not. Yeah. Oh, how well, come? Uh... There's no reason for us to front row it other than to to put this stuff on TV. Which you know but, is a reason, but um, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's five hundred reasons. Uh, I I don't, we weren't go necessarily doing the five hundred seats. Uh I don't think one way or another. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. My kid gets into it. I I my pony up, but well, okay. Um, does your kid have a phone? I can text. <laughs> Get into it. <laughs> Fucking raw. Do it now. Fucking raw. <laughs> wait, wait. Did I just? Did Smarts, I just? Why um, did you just? What, did I just? Text fucking raw to a kid. Uh, Undo. Undo. Uh, Unsend. Unsend. Oh, shit. (laughs) Get in the fucking raw. And and Warhorse will no longer be promoting our show anymore. (laughs) Like, I don't know who those fucking guys were. They. Or we get him to redo it, and Warhouse is just like, it's one hour, two, I don't know, but just get into it. It's fucking raw. In order, WB. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying one of those one of those WWE commemorative uh uh chairs would look really good on the wall right back there, or maybe maybe right over there. Or yeah, right there. That'd be a good spot for it hanging right there. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> they don't have meet and greets that night. No, they don't. That that made me a little bit sad because there's normally the superstar package that you can do the meet and greets. Um, that's usually a little cheaper and doesn't have all the stuff, but still. No. All the bells and whistles. Anywho's. Um But yeah, and then Vegas Money in the Bank. So we'll be we'll be right in the middle between Hell in a Cell and Money in the Bank. Kind of the build up there. It'll be interesting. I mean what here's the deal. We'll be at that raw one way or another. Yeah, it's just we're where gonna we're going to be. It's, it's just, will we be in that location? Yeah. We really want to be in that location. We really want to rock our uh, mm-hmm. Pissing Up podcast yep. gear or a Sasha Bear shirt. 
<laughs> I might I might just have to order a special like new hat uh for it or something or new new shirt just for it. Or a mask. Since, you know, I don't know. Do you guys still wear masks over there? No. This is America. <laughs> Specifically, this is Red State. This America. is Red State America, yeah. That's uh, what I said. Okay. We haven't worn masks since uh Let's see here. Since March sixteenth, when the lockdowns happened, let, 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 well, in twenty twenty, no, Nebraska never uh, had lockdowns. That's an important thing to point out. Nebraska of, never did yeah, any lockdowns. Up to the individual cities. Yeah, we never did a oh, statewide. Okay. And he, even the individual cities didn't do full on lockdowns. They did some restrictions, but they never did full on lockdowns. Yeah, there was um, there there was certainly not a shutdown, other than for salons. Mm-hmm. Cause getting your haircut was dangerous as fuck. I mean, they're scissors. Those things are sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it very, very interesting. All the things that didn't get locked down, and so like bars are open, no problem. Just like fifty percent capacity <laughs> with masking. Yeah. For the most part, um, businesses were at like fifty percent capacity with masking. Bars and restaurants were uh, a couple weeks. Yeah, we're slowed down, uh, you know, to go orders for a few weeks there, but not not shut down. Just you know, no in in person seating anymore. Yeah, only um, for a couple of weeks though. Wow. Okay. Only for a couple no, of it was probably it was probably three months for the for the for to that. go. Yeah, only. but um, they also uh, loosened restrictions on things. Bars were now able to sell drinks to go that they weren't able to prior to because Nebraska has weird liquor laws. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could now order a to-go drink from a bar and take your margarita home or whatever. Odd how that just stuck in again Red State America. Yeah. Wait, wait, drinks to go. So you guys could drink in public. Technically, it's not a thing. Um, you can't drink in public. Many states have open container laws that while you're on public places you, you're not allowed to drink uh if right. you're on your own front lawn you're allowed to drink but if right. you step onto the sidewalk you are drunk in public right um I uh, be drunk in public i wanted to be drunk in a in bar, the bar. <laughs> they threw me in um i and it, it all depends like uh open container laws can be you can't be on the street with even an open container even if you're not drinking it as long as it's open uh but some states like Louisiana have drive-through daiquiri stands, so you know um, it's it really is the wild west here in America, you know. Um, but Nebraska specifically has has some some weird like uh, bars couldn't Bible Belt laws, yeah, Bible Belt laws, yeah, puritanical laws in some ways um, that you you could sell alcohol in a business, but they can't take it to go. Uh, prior to uh, COVID, right? Um, uh, there, no closed alcohol from the bar, but mm-hmm. you could get a case of beer and leave mm-hmm. with it. Yep, but not open alcohol. Um, and there were uh, in many state or in many cities in Nebraska, there uh, has been no liquor sales on Sundays. Uh, those right. laws started to relax before COVID hit, but still, there are many cities that still have. No alcohol sales on Sundays. Um, what do they think that's going to do? 
uh, stop people, people from buying alcohol church. on Sundays. It's not going to stop them from drinking on Sundays. They just buy it on Saturday. But you know, that's it. <laughs> I, I'm agreeing with you on I, it. It's a yeah. weird puritanical well, law. And, and still, even the places that have relieved, relieved that a little bit, it's like noon before they can sell mm-hmm. it. And yep. Um, no, no liquor sales in the state of Nebraska between the hours of 2 a.m. and is it 6 a.m. or 7 a.m.? Something, yeah, 6 or 7. I'm not, yeah, because, because five hours a day or four hours mm-hmm. a day, you shouldn't be drinking. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't I mean, buy here, drinking. You, you just... shouldn't be, yeah. I mean, here, technically, you can't have, uh, well, I mean, you can't. Get alcohol after eleven at a convenience store. Oh, yeah. okay. You can yeah. still buy it until like one a.m. at a convenience. Well, yeah. depends on city ordinances. Store. Yeah, city wide, but yeah, in um, Nebraska, there's a lot of towns that are one a.m. There's a lot of towns that are two a.m. Oh wow, Omaha and Lincoln are both two a.m. Yep. Wow. Um, all the other small, large towns in Nebraska are one a.m. and have a small town around them. That went to 2 a.m. so that their local bar could get extra money from mm-hmm. people mm. going there at yeah. the last hour. Yeah, that that's the thing that happened. Like, like uh, the city of Kearney said 1 a.m. and so a bunch of the little cities around them said we'll do 2 a.m. and so people would just leave the bar at 1 a.m. and drive 15 minutes to the small town outside of Kearney and uh, then get drink three more drinks. Yeah. Um. But. Like I said, we weird little laws like that, and some of them relaxed a bit. Like the the to go alcohol uh, law um, or ruling or whatever has uh, been made semi permanent now. So at least here in Omaha, uh, businesses can still sell it to go, but they Mixers have to with a lid. They have to yeah, have a lid. Has to have a lid. It can't be can't be an open container. It can be, it's designed to be, now you can order something with your to-go meal and take it home and drink your whatever at home. Um, so it can't be a can or a bottle. Um, yeah, it can be a closed be can or a closed bottle. You know, they just don't open it for you there. Uh, but oh, it's, more about, okay. it's more about mixed drinks now. They can sell their margaritas or their hurricanes mm. or whatever uh, they're you know, whatever their so uh, favorite. While idea. you're having your 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 pasta diablo from Carlos O'Kelly's, the greatest not so Mexican restaurant on the planet. Um, <laughs> that's angry. not true. It's not the greatest. It's but anyway, really good. But there's not one within like two hours of me now. Oh, you got to come to Grand Island, bud. Yeah, that's the closest one. I said like I was I was giving an estimate of give or take with the two yeah. hours, but and and so and say you want a margarita with your pasta diablo again. I emphasize the pasta diablo because it's pasta at a Mexican restaurant, so it's and, not so Mexican. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's it's about as Mexican as Romeo's uh, Mexican food and pizza, uh, which is right up the street from me. Now I'm just hungry for tacos. You guys have all been talking about pizza. <laughs> Let's but talk I'm about from... wrestling. That was going to be talk this con- about wrestling. Yep. That was going to be this podcast until somebody else had it, and then they don't do it anymore. Fucking dickweeds. 
Dickweed? Dickweed, dickweed. Hot dickweeds, tacos. Anyway. But so, yeah, so so we never had, like, full lockdowns. Wait, someone had Let's Talk About Wrestling? They did. Yes. What a bunch of And we're active at it when we were active when, when we started this three years ago. And uh, so so I respected their podcast and said, no, I'm not going to do a podcast that's that exact and same name. And then somebody still accuses us of stealing their shit. And then people still excuse us of stealing their shit, yeah, even though we didn't. But uh, And then the Let's Talk About Wrestling stopped making episodes, and now it's dormant. And I... That not a month has gone by that I haven't thought about. Can we just rebrand to Let's Talk About Wrestling? You could at least shirt it up and see what happens. I uh, did shirt it up. Oh, you did? There is a shirt currently. Yeah, you had that for a while, no? Didn't you? Yes, it's been there. It's been there for a few months. Wrestling. Let's talk about it. Well, that's not the same thing as let's talk about wrestling. Well, listen, you're just being, you're just playing semantics over here. There we go. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you. Yep. (laughs) Boom. There it is. Let's do, um, we'll show it off on the women's shirt because we can. Because we can. Let me say A-O. A-O. Let me say A-O. Ooh. Let's see what that looks like in a hot pink. Yep, I'm going to go back to this so we're not blocking it. Hot pink. Let's see. Color number five. Color number five. Call that dark pink? That's not dark pink. That's hot pink. That's hot pink. Maybe, maybe one of the fellas would like one in a green. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to switch to a men's shirt. No, we're just still going to look at it on a woman. Or or red. You're a Husker fan. You want red. Or, or a Montreal Canadiens fan, Red? Definitely not. No, not a Montreal Canadiens fan. I'll tell you that much. I'm just throwing an idea out there, man. Shut up. <laughs> or a Montreal Canadiens fan wearing a, and a pink. <laughs> yeah. I think you it know. would look horrible in the gold. <clears throat> well, let's find out. <laughs> actually, that oh, doesn't look bad. It's no, actually not that bad. doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bad at all. It might not look great in the black, if only because the explosion, uh, doesn't, really the explosion show. doesn't show up very well. But it, it doesn't look horrible. That really looks more like a dark gray, though. So it would look bad on the navy. The navy'd be a poor color for that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, probably. They don't yeah. even have a girl showing off the navy. She's like, I'm not gonna wear that. That's She's like, Fuck that. No, no, no. <laughs> not wearing the navy. No, Yellow, black, and navy. <laughs> Ew. I'll I'll wear the heather. I'll wear the heather. I'll wear the blue, right? But nope, not doing the navy. No, nope. that that's almost more violet. No, violet's a big stopping. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, here. Man, ladies, that is a shirt that pops. 
You want to go to a, a, a show, that's the one to go to. Yeah, especially if you want every person you meet to want to talk wrestling to you. Because uh, wrestling fans, we will take that as an invitation. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. That uh, actually kind of comes out as a, as a dirty shirt for women. And you'll probably be able to score yourself a virgin. No? Too soon? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> no lies detected. Right? Say you don't want it in a shirt. You want it in a nice hoodie. <coughs> Not nearly as many colors, but... She looks a little angry. Yeah, she's wearing a wrestling shirt. (laughs) But, anyways, uh, Nebraska, yeah, back to what we were talking about. We never had, like, full-on lockdowns uh, like some places did, where you couldn't leave your house and you couldn't like all the businesses were closed or whatever. I, at the time, my job was selling cell phones and we were considered an essential business and stayed open. Mm. Um, a lot of stuff got the essential tag put on it. Yeah. You know, oh, you run a convenience store? You're essential. All your employees are essential. Oh, you run a, a, a shirt manufacturing? Yeah, you're essential. <laughs> right? Oh, what do you do? You you sell prepaid cell phones. You're essential. You're fucking essential, right? People you're a laundromat. Essential. Yeah. Oh oh. You offer commercial vehicles. You're essential. You're essential, right? <laughs> you 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 rent vehicles to people. You're essential. People no aren't supposed to be traveling. It's okay. You're still essential. You're still essential, right? Essential. Anywho's, but so yeah, so so back to it. We're there. I I'll probably bring a mask just because I'm I'm that guy still. But quite frankly, I would bet that that arena, the mask percentage is really low. Well, I still do see people wear masks though. Oh yeah, uh, depending on the state. Okay, true. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Where the states are at, you'll see them in some states. Probably or, not Nebraska. Or how metro it is, or non-metro. Or... I mean, yeah. I mean, in, in Nebraska, uh, there were only a few cities that actually ever did mask mandates. Um, Omaha, where I live, did it. Lincoln did it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Did Carney ever do a full-on mask mandate? Carney, Hastings, Grand Island, all of them did. Yeah. Did mask mandates? Okay. Yeah. I think we're the only freaking province that did an actual curfew, though. Like we could well, go no, out. there were curfews. There were even curfews in mm-hmm. individual cities in Nebraska. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you were an essential worker, you could drive after curfew to or from your job. Yeah, you just need a paper yeah. from your boss. Ah, uh, the whole thing here. My friend got stopped like once. <clears throat> In in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, we were under a mask mandate for eight months before the first business got cited for violating the mask mandate. Eight months. That's not saying businesses were good about obeying the mask mandate. That meant that they really didn't enforce them at all. Mm. Um, it was a mask mandate in name only. It was like, please wear masks. Mm. 
we 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 could find you if you don't wear masks. Please. Anyways. <laughs> so but yeah, no, what I'll I'll probably get a new shirt before raw. But I want it. I th- I think I think I'll do either another, either a like a pissant podcast shirt like DA Fabe's currently wearing, or another one of the Raw and Order WBU shirts uh, with the scan my boob part to it. Scan my boob might be, might be good though, because if you randomly meet someone at the show, yeah. I could scan your boob. Yeah, just go to this website. Boom. Mm -hmm. What's the scan, though? It's for the website or just the podcast? For the link tree. Nice. Smart. Mm -hmm. Mama didn't raise no dummy. No, no. You certainly have your moments. You certainly have your moments, good sir. Good sir. Anyways. Good sir. So we will definitely Mm. be at that raw. It's just we don't know exactly where yet. Windy City Riot is turning out to be quite the uh, the uh, pay-per-view. Of course, it starts with Mox and Osprey. Mm. They also have United Empire versus Bullet Club. When is Ready? that? I, 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 I'll let Smart look that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me Google that for you. Tamahiro Ishii versus Minoru Suzuki. Well, where are you reading this? Wouldn't it just say where the date is? It's on Insta. Fight TV has their own Insta. Uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) And then Jay White versus uh, has an open challenge. Now I'll look it up. Windy City Riot. It's not on the Insta page? I figured they would just promote it and put the date right there, too, no? Well, I didn't want to sit there and stare at it when I could just pull it up. April 16th. Oh, okay. So, next weekend. Yep. Anyways, we've gone on weird tangents and and all of that stuff and, and everything. Yeah, it looks like Let's Taco About Wrestling has renamed to Wrestling Talk and Randomness because they no longer use tacos as part of their thing. Hmm. So. so Did they get sued? Dun, dun, dun. I mean, they still use Let's Taco About Wrestling in their... occasionally in their thing, but anyway. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up because we've gone off weird tangents and it's late and my brain is starting to shut down. I'm still in, in post-WrestleMania haze. <laughs> so um, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. Make sure to uh, follow us, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Click that like button on whether you're watching on YouTube or uh, Facebook or Twitch.tv or listening to it. Uh, share it on your thing. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can share it there. 
uh, do join us for the live stream on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook, wherever you do. Um, we do recommend you uh, follow us on Twitch because we will be doing more uh, Twitch exclusive stuff in the future. So get over there so that you can catch all of our live streams there. You can follow me pretty much anywhere. You can find the podcast pretty much anywhere at at Raw and Order WBU, like it says right down there on the screen, or in the doobly-doos, there's a link tree that takes you there. The only place that's not that is YouTube, where it's at Pissant Podcast because of reasons. Um, you can follow me all over there, but you can also follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe, or oh wait, no, 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 that's only for you on Facebook. I'm not I mean, gonna be technically, there. you're a moderator there, so you're there. You're oh, really? There. I didn't know that. Yeah, you just you just haven't done anything. You might not even have accepted the invitation yet because the acclaimed has arrived. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can follow JLB at JLB for twenty. Real Talk Radio is the brand. Whoop at Real Talk. Oh, it's good. You don't even see the beardness or the unshavedness. Perfect. Uh, JLB four twenty on Twitter. Uh, Real Talk Radio though is the brand at Real Talk Radio eight. Anchor.fm slash RTR. And uh, I also do have a link tree as well. So that will be down in the doobly doos. If you guys are gamers, I do uh, game a lot with WWE 2K22. So if you want to see me go through that, uh, the Twitch will be down below as well. Back to you. Yes, yes, yes. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Ciao. Yeah!